How's it going, Shay? Oh, uh, you know, um, <laughs> uh, okay, we, we all know if you've been listening to me for a while, either on this podcast or in real life, you know that, uh, I have some hippy dippy moments usually pertaining to, uh, astrology. Okay. <laughs> and so, you know, that I am always here to point out when Mercury is in retrograde. And we appreciate uh, it. Good, because it is in retrograde <laughs> right now. It is. It just started <laughs> a couple of days ago, although you may have felt a little off um, for the past week. I definitely have felt off. Um, uh, earlier this week, I turned to my roommate and I said, hey, does everything feel terrible? <laughs> like... <laughs> And he's like, I mean, yeah, but did you mean something specific? And I meant, no, like the air right now, everything <laughs> that's happening right now and for the past week has been horrible in a way that I, I can't just go, well, that's bad and keep it moving. Like it, I, it's, it's an overcoming, uh, an overcoming feeling of dread, just dread and dismay and uh, miscommunication and all kinds of things. And it just all like, like earlier this week at night, I was just like, I feel horrible. Like, I feel like it's all on the precipice of falling apart. And then I went to bed and just, you know, went to work the next day. So <laughs> That's all you're dealing with? Uh, yeah, that's all. Just that. Just... <laughs> The world feeling feeling like it's ending, and then there's just been even more news that I'm like, oh boy, this boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, yeah, I'm I'm always like, I'm like I said, I've tried to understand a lot more of this stuff as we've worked together, and uh -huh. like <laughs> the the thing that like I feel like there's half of this idea that is scheduled, but there's also like a feeling like. It's also a surprise. That's what I've never understood. Like, I feel like people would be like, oh, this, like, if I asked you, when does Mer Mercury retrograde, you would be able to tell me, oh, it happens these times. Yeah. And yet also every time Mercury retrogrades, everybody's like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Like, <laughs> I don't know no, how it does that. <laughs> I see it coming. I do okay. see it coming. What I don't do now is mention when I see it coming because nobody wants to hear it. And I get that. What I do is, uh, just for a recap for those who are listening and are like, what is this bitch talking about? There's a time, <laughs> three, maybe four times a year for like three weeks at a time where the planet Mercury looks like it's moving backwards. And I compare it to when two trains leave a train station at the same time, but they're not going the exact same speed or some, one speeds up, the other one looks like it's moving backwards when you're looking out of the window. It's not. It's moving in the same direction, just not as fast. And because of that, it looks like it's you're it's as you pull away, it looks like it's falling behind. Yeah, that's trippy. And, okay. And so that but you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's what the planet Mercury it, it looks like it's moving backwards. It's not. It's just moving slower than the other planets. And Mercury, I believe, is a planet that's kind of in charge of uh, communication. So 
That means that plans that you make, conversations that you have, uh, they all kind of go awry. And you just have to be very patient when you know that this is happening. Um, So that's basically what I, I notice that things kind of go a little haywire. It's also it also kind of controls like electronics and things and contracts. So don't don't buy any new electronics or else something's gonna like there'll be something wrong with it and then you gotta go through the whole rigmarole of returning it and all that kind of shit. Like so um Just a minor thing like that. That's it. Yeah, just yeah, just minor things like that. But um or a car or a huge contract, you know, things like this. But um so I just know, oh, I need to be patient because things are going to be very confusing. And um, it also kind of forces everyone, hopefully, to slow down and double check their work and make sure right. they're not just racing forward. Uh, so it's kind of like a reboot. It's kind of like you're rebooting your personal uh, hard drive a bit and just like, OK, let me slow down and make sure I got everything I need. Right. It's a moment of that. And um, so it's like when you finally restart your computer three times a year, that's what Mercury retrograde is. <laughs> that's what that is, basically. Um, okay. So I I knew that Mercury would be in retrograde. I mean, I have the dates on a post-it on my work monitor. Like, I'm not playing. So when something goes wrong <laughs> in the office, I just look at that post-it and I'm like, okay, all right, I see. Um, but yeah, so I already knew that, but I mean, like on top of just that, I just felt like, I mean, I think it's safe to say that it feels like in America, the world is falling apart. Mm -hmm. Yes. It feels like it's safe to say that that's how it it, it feels like between the whole, um, uh, Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade to um, uh, now we're out of shortages uh, on um, baby formula and also yeah. pa- paper towels also is something that I have noticed. Um, like like uh, uh, the prices of things, like we're running low on stuff and we're just getting this news that like companies are taking advantage of, you know, these COVIDian time to just like raise prices and make people go, well, I mean, we have to pay it or else how else will we get the stuff? And then they don't even have the stuff. Like it's just, everything just feels wild. Yeah. It's off. (laughs) Yeah. Everything feels off. And I don't know if I can put all that on Mercury. It's not that big of a planet. (laughs) It may not want to take on the weight of earth or whatever, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I noticed the towel thing very, very oddly. Like, like uh, I bought a pizza for the for the family a while back, mm-hmm. and you know, every kid has like a slice. I have a slice, and Gabby has a slice. So I usually just use paper towels. Mm-hmm. You know, like pizza. If as long as you don't got like a lot of toppings on it, it's a relatively like self contained food. There's no like debris outside of a, a few crumbs. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll put it on towels." And Gabby like went nuts. She's like, "Guess what are you doing? Don't waste the towels. Use the paper plates." Okay. And I said, "Honey, they're both disposable." I felt like I was using the more affordable option, and you could clean the table after. She mm-hmm. said, "No, the paper plates are way cheaper than the paper towels." Mm. 
I was like, that's insane. They're both paid. But I was like, I understand. I agree with the logic. I'm just telling you what I see at the store. Yeah. I I went to a Target last week and they had no paper towels. And not like one of these bullshit New York City Targets that only have like three of everything. Yeah. Three boxes of trash ca- of trash bags, three, you know, like the little ones that they stick on a corner and they're like, New York has Target now. And it's like, but at what cost? <laughs> I'm talking about the one that's like at Barclay Center that's the size of a normal suburban Oh, Target. yeah. No paper towels. Yeah, it's real. All, and uh, running low on toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like people were walking around with carts of it and I just was too late. It was like, mm-mm. They didn't even have a sign up. They were like, yeah, you see, we ain't got it, right? This is how it is, you know? That's just how it is. <laughs> and I That's went the new to- planogram at Target. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got <laughs> <laughs> some merchandise around that. And... um. And also, I, I went to a grocery store yesterday, and eggs were, like, starting at three ninety nine. Mm. And I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah, when okay. eggs are expensive, it's real. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so this is this is what's happening right now. They want, everyone wants to go back out in the street, but, like, what... What's happening when for those who are staying home or who need to come home? Someone needs an egg. Everyone needs an egg at some point. Like what? Uh, except for our vegans, pardon me. But um, I don't know how y'all are doing it. I mean, yeah. if I can't find an egg, what are y'all eating anyway? For real. <laughs> Some plant that that like uh, that fake egg uh, liquid. Mm-hmm. It was expensive before all this, right? Yeah. You know, I don't know what y'all paying now. I, I bought yeah. I bought my sister the the vegan eggs. Mm-hmm. The like the little uh the little juice box looking thing of eggs. Right. And it was like uh like nine dollars before the quarantine. I, I was like, yo, listen, being vegan is a choice. Uh you gotta choose <laughs> different. <laughs> like, this is crazy. But yeah. uh yeah, I can't imagine what she's paying now for eggs, like to have that that same feeling. Like I was gonna start doing egg whites. I was talking about it at the last show mm-hmm. until I saw the price of eggs. It's like, nah, we need I'm eating this whole oh, egg. All you of it. Throw yeah. out? Yeah, I could be throwing out three quarters of the egg for my health. Yeah. No. You know, my heart ain't that important. Like we <laughs> No, not really. Not <laughs> not nearly as important as these prices, that's for sure. <laughs> um but yeah, it's uh it's been a lot. Also, um I, I feel like now I should mention um that uh, over the past couple of weeks we've been playing episodes that we recorded um a little early. Yeah. Right. Because we had stuff that we had to do. And so all last week, as shit rained down on us from everywhere, <laughs> I was just like, do a topical podcast, they said. <laughs> like, oh, boy, because I know that people are going to turn on the podcast. and They're going to go, I can't wait to hear what they say about. And we're like, yeah, nah, B. We, we weren't there for that yet. So, um. Yeah, there was something that happened. I don't even. This is how much should happen. There's something that happened the day before we normally record last week. That I was like, damn, uh-huh. we should have talked about that. I don't even remember what that was. <laughs> like, it, I I don't have the faintest idea what that was. And when it happened, I was like, damn, we missed that. Couldn't tell you. Like, life has like been consistently giving us new news. 
You know, Mer- Mercury out here, yo, doing what he can. <laughs> Retrograding all over the place, okay? I'm on board. I want I want someone to blame. Why not blame Mercury, okay? I don't even like that planet. Wow, that's harsh. You know? Because I'm just being real. I don't, it might be, I might have got a bad first impression, but all I know about is this retrograding business. It don't, it don't prograde. Well, if it makes you feel better, all of the planets retrograde at some point. But nobody talk about the other retrogrades. Because none of the other planets are about communication. <laughs> That's See? why. They keep Mercury, to has a better, Mercury has a better PR system. <laughs> the, the other planets sound like New Yorkers, okay? They look yeah. down, mm. okay? Yeah, I, I would recommend everyone look to see when Venus goes into retrograde because that planet controls love and relationships. Okay. And uh, you may be able to make some correlations <laughs> based on <laughs> how your love life or relationships have gone. Check to see what, what Venus was doing at the time. <laughs> and also, um, Venus also, I believe, controls like appearances. Mm. Um, so if you got a bad haircut and it took a while to, to grow out, let's see what Venus was doing. If you tried to color your hair and it was supposed to be a lovely, like, um, you know, just kind of a sun-kissed, light, little bits of blonde, and it all turned out orange and or green, see what (laughs) Venus was doing. But also, maybe don't go back to whoever did your hair before. Yeah. (laughs) Think about that. But yeah, so many things. Avoid her. Maybe her name was Venus. Maybe it was. Yeah. You know, avoid (laughs) her. Also... I'm not thrilled that I'm this person. I'm not thrilled that I'm <laughs> check the planets person. I'm not. But, I mean, it's as good a thing as any. You know yeah. what I mean? It feels harmless enough. I don't have to tithe to anybody. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, I'll do that. I'm with it. Listen, <laughs> I don't know I don't know if we'd click the same way, Sha, if you was anything else. Okay. <laughs> I love the chew of this. This is beautiful. Oh boy! Sincerely, I think it's great. I have a, I have noticed mm-hmm. the last week. I went on like a, uh, like get tidy frenzy. Like I did a ton of like errands around the house. Mm. Like I, I felt like I was getting ready. Right. Okay. Um, I had like yeah. a, I did like a ton of like stuff on my to do list. Um, over the last like four days. Okay. Um, I reorgan although like to people watching from home, I know my office looks the same from this angle. The other ninety eight percent of this room <laughs> drastically different right now. Okay, I oh, cannot yeah? stress you redid, that. You redid your office. The whole thing is different. Like it's crazy how little it shows in this one angle because everything <laughs> I <know>. else. <laughs> I was just thinking about that right now. I'm looking at the camera like nobody is gonna know what I did, but <laughs> I promise you, this is not the same space. I did so much work in here. <laughs> it's crazy uh but yeah uh they will notice as soon there's a couple things that i got that i'm shipping in that'll like kind of show a difference or even on this angle but i did i did a lot over the last you're week you're shipping in things so that people can see the difference yeah what, you gonna see what's happening i'm doing work here shy we take it over oh, oh you know boy. okay report for the 99 and 2000 oh okay? great that's exactly when i need it we out here we can't <laughs> gang you know <laughs> oh boy yeah i felt like a need to like get ready okay so, yeah, i've been doing that a lot 
Yeah. So that's probably you like preparing for whatever. Just be patient for the next three weeks because your plans, and I know that you're a planner, and when things are off, you uh, it throws you off your game and you want to move wildly in another direction. Yeah. Wait it out. Okay. Just take a beat or two before making a drastic decision because it may just work itself out. You, you just got to give it time and be super patient with it. Okay. Cause I, yeah. I was like sincerely debating on doing a very like drastic thing like this yeah. whole week. Yeah. Give it, give it a minute. Cause it's, uh, everything is, uh, in complete, uh, disarray. I just, um, I just had something, uh, like a conversation with a coworker that I was going to do something drastic to based on what they said. But then I, I just kind of sat with it and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. Cause I'd be doing more than necessary for something that I don't even think is a problem yet. I need to wait for it to become a problem. Yeah. Instead of trying to see like, oh, it could be a problem this way. So I better do this and that. It's a lot of spinning in mud, mm. you know? So I'm just going to wait. When it becomes a problem, then I will get my dander up. But in the meantime, I'm just going to let folks talk whatever wildness they want to talk. <laughs> I'm going to go, okay. <laughs> see that? <laughs> see, this is why, this is why I, I, I think more people should do astrology. Like real shit. <laughs> Yo, because like, with, I don't know. What part of astrology leads to you thinking the way you think? But that was just good life advice. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, if astrology gets you that shot, yo, you should teach that shit. Like, I don't care what it is. <laughs> no, I could never teach it because I'm a true <laughs> idiot. It's so there's so much science to it, and I'm not paying attention to the science part. I only want the part of the horoscopes that's printed in newspapers where they're like, you may have a great day or it may rain. And I'm like, great. That's all I need to know. Uh, you know, I don't want to. I am in no way learned enough for the rest of it. I mean, a lot of my life experience and my life advice is based on me being lazy. So I just want to give you the easiest way possible to deal with a thing, which usually is just like, take a deep breath. Think like, do I really need to get all worked up? And then d- work from there. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> and get worked up. No. All right. Let's give it a few hours then and see if you still want to get worked up or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of uh, my, like my advice on moving uh, and throwing things away and clearing, clearing out stuff is yeah. don't hold anything longer than three seconds. Because longer than three seconds will give you a chance to go, aw, and now you've kept it. You have it, go, all right, I don't need this. Or when was the last time I used this? If you haven't used it in the past, I'll be sweet. If you haven't used it in the past two years, go on and chuck it. You're probably good. If you got it, if you had to dust it off, go on and chuck it. Like, (laughs) if it was at the very top or the very bottom behind something, you don't use it. Go on and and get rid of it however you need to get rid of it. Okay. Now, my this is my one issue with that. I agree Uh with that in theory. Yes. And I want to do that in my heart every time Mm -hmm. I I go to clean up. The challenge is I'm also like a dollar person. So every time I want to throw something out, I think I should eBay this, and then it stays there forever. When was the last time you eBayed anything? Real talk, probably like uh, four years ago. Okay, so you ain't going to do it. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying in my heart, that's <laughs> right. the problem. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. of, I, I agree with you. Like, I should get rid of this, 
but I don't. Mm. I feel bad throwing it out. Yeah, I feel well, like I should eBay it. Or and then give it, never it away. Goes See, also the problem is you always trying to make a buck. It's yeah, not no, I'm not denying you, that. You always, yeah, you're always trying to make a buck. I just want it gone, so I will put it in a bag and then I will take the bag somewhere, or I will. Okay. Like I recently took part in a clothing swap. Um, oh, okay. With a lot of uh, a lot of uh, women in comedy, we got together, we brought in our things, set it up, and then everyone could go. And then whatever was left over uh, was bagged up and taken to a goodwill. Oh, that's right? dope. Yeah. So I um, and it's kind of the easiest way for me because I don't know what in New York, what the Goodwill drop-off situation is like. Whereas, I mean, in Atlanta, I was dropping off stuff. I was in thrift stores a lot. And yeah. I'm I'm at Old Navy Heavy. And um, and then I'm like, <laughs> nope, I don't need any of this. Uh, and I get rid of stuff. So I was always um, uh, getting rid of things as I was bringing more crap in. And I, I've had a harder time doing that in New York. Uh, partially because I don't have a vehicle and partially because I don't exactly know how it works here. So, um, <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, I can, I'll, I'll do that. I'll bring stuff. And I brought a, a suitcase, like a big duffel bag full of things. And I left with one shirt and a clutch that wasn't mine. Just another shirt. I was like, ah, I'll wear this. And then a little bag and my empty suitcase. And I was like, fantastic. Wonderful. That stuff, yeah, that stuff was taking up too much room in my closet, and I needed to get it gone. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, if there's any uh, male comedian <laughs> clothing swaps for dudes that wear 3X or more, hit me yeah, up. Yeah, that was, that was the other thing is I sometimes wouldn't go to clothing swaps because it's all just a bunch of little ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not dropping my big girl – clothes off to a bunch of little ladies so that they can then alter it and it's not available for the big girls who need clothes. Right. That's been a problem in thrift stores is that little women go in and they grab all the big sizes and then they take them home and they alter it to fit them. Meanwhile, us big girls are out here trying to squeeze our way into a schmedium or some shit because that's all that's, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, man. All yeah. of this because Mercury retrograde. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Planet is out of control. Out of control. There's oh man. There's somebody's got to do something about it. Okay, yeah. pull them aside. Okay, talk to Mercury. Let them know what's going on. <laughs> Mercury, rain is in. Mania only only retrograde twice a year next year. You know that's it. <laughs> Be considerate. No, never. There are four times this year. <laughs> It's too hard. Too much, okay? Mm-hmm. Mercury, we got to talk, okay? <laughs> Out of control. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Okay. <laughs> uh, almost half of the UK single men wash their bed sheets just once every four months, study finds. That's right, every retrograde, roughly. Uh, <laughs> almost half of the UK single men don't change their bed sheets up to four uh, uh don't change their bed sheets for up to four months uh the uh a survey of 2250 uk adults has found that men have significantly worse hygiene than women when it comes to their bedding i, I don't think this was a surprise to anybody they did uh 
Oh man. <laughs> have you have you experienced anything like this, Shah? Um, I dated a guy and um uh he bought more bed sheets while we were dating. Um okay. he probably had two sets. And I was like, that's not enough. Um, because you're not washing them enough. So you're gonna have to up that. <laughs> um <laughs> but I've definitely had conversations with young men where I'm like, like how many sets of sheets do you have? Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta wash them, like wash those pillowcases. And I mean, you know, and there are some people who know that they need to do that, but I mean, I guess maybe they were all in the military, so they were trained to, I don't know how to. <laughs> uh, for comparison's sake, by the way, uh, the uh, 62% of single women over the, the age of 18 uh, change their bedding once every two weeks, whereas only 29% of single men wash their sheets at the same frequency. Uh, instead, 45% of single men admitted to only washing their sheets every three to four months, and 12% admitted to only washing them when they remember, which could have been even longer. And I bet they don't have a backup set either, so they just... That's the pick. It's just their one set of sheets. And then when they remember, they wash and then put it back on. And then we in we back in the saddle again for three to four months. <laughs> Admittedly, like my sheet game has been better than me because oh, yeah? I've always been with women. Like my okay. mom took care of it. And then like Gabby did an exceptional job with it. And like there was no middle. Like when I was dating, I was at home. I had a, I had a studio adjacent to my parents' apartment. Right. So, like, yeah, like, that just got taken care of. Um, and we owned the laundry mat. So, like, my laundry got done. Um, oh, wow. wow. You would be a mess then if left by yourself. Oh, 100%. Like, I learned oh. laundry, like, early, but, like, doing it, like, as a, like, to me, doing the laundry was take it to the laundry mat and our employee did the laundry. Oh God! You know, like I, okay, I did one percent. You know what I mean? Like I, ain't, I, ain't, I'm not front. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Like I was like, my hands was getting dirty and shit. Like I didn't know that shit. You know, I learned to do laundry at like 19, like for real. Learned. Oh wow! I knew the steps, like because I saw it and because I had to explain it to people using our machines when like mm. I was in charge. But like actually, like doing laundry, I didn't do that till I was an adult. And then, uh, like, even, like, like if it wasn't for Gabby, I would, ha I would have had, like, a layered system. Like, I'd, uh, I don't know what you call the one that's right on the mattress. The fitted sheet? Yeah, like, the fitted sheet, I'd have, like, 12 of those. And I'd have progressively less as you went up. You know, like, the, the thick quilt thing that's on the top that keeps you warm. Right. That's not even touching me. So right, I would yes. have one of those, maybe two. Sure. That okay. I'll give okay. you that. That's and like then, a duvet. I mean, it depends. It probably was a comforter or a quilt. Yeah. Um, a lot of people like duvets with duvet covers, and then they switch out the cover. They may not watch wash the big old pillow stuffing that's on the inside. Some do. If you do, you probably have a machine in your home. Okay. Because I've yet to see anyone watch washing a duvet in a in a public um laundromat, but. <laughs> See, we, we I, I'm, I'm doing all that. I got the yeah. machine 
and it's in our bedroom. So we we mm-hmm. do the whole thing now. But I'm not gonna lie, like I'm the one like volunteering. Like I've never thought in my life we should do the laundry. Not once. It, it has never come up. Every time I've done the laundry, someone has said, "Yo, it's time for the laundry." <laughs> so it's never occurred to you like oh we're out of yeah see you gotta you gotta live a life where you run out of underwear and you're unable to buy more right away and, and exactly that's been the only other thing like i've had times where i've run out of underwear but i've always just bought more underwear like that made more sense to me because then because i because i felt like i was solving both problems i was like one i'm getting underwear that i need now and two i don't want to remember to do laundry so now I've yeah, prolonged. Yeah, that's still a problem. That's, you're not solving that problem. You're actually compounding that problem. <laughs> because now you've just added three to five more pieces of things that you're not going to wash on time. Right, but my person's going to wash it at my dad's laundry mat. Oh, my God. So it's I all going to be washed that one day. I look, I love you, Gastor. I don't know how I feel about you just leaving your laundry. <laughs> I look, I did not realize how many people drop off their laundry for service at laundromats. It's, it's life changing. No, I, never, never. I what? will never do that. Never. Mm-mm. Why? Why? I don't trust them to wash my clothes. No. Nah, I've watched. I've been in laundromats, and I watch people drop off their laundry, and right. I've watched people give these detailed. You got to use this for this, and blah blah blah, and what, dry it on this, and they're like, "Yep, got it down." They're writing it down, and then I watch them dump all that shit into one machine, and then <laughs> dump all that shit into the dryer, and then fold it up and do it, and then I'm like, "Nah, I've seen too much Mm-mm, hanging out here." No, that's exactly why though. I don't want to think about it, shy. You say that whole list for yourself. That's like for you. Like, like when I leave my kids with my parents, I know they don't give a fuck about the allergies at right. all. You know, right. I accept the fact that like my kid one in 90 might die of cashews the day to day with my parents. That's just <laughs> part of it. You know, that's, <laughs> no, that's how they get I, stronger. You know, I can't. I can't. I have. Look, I buy cheap clothing. I'll just put that out there. Okay. Not necessarily in a fast fashion way. I'm usually just buying cheap basics. I'm not trying to buy a lot of cheap clothing to keep up with trends. It's just mm. I don't make a lot of money. I got to get the inexpensive clothing. So in order for it to last, I got to do wild things like hang it dry, right? <laughs> <laughs> or things that I know will shrink too much for where I'm pushing it. Like, okay, I, I need to hang that dry. I need to do, you know, I don't know... Mr. Man at the laundromat don't care about my clothing. At all. So I care about my clothing. Therefore, I will wash my clothes. Okay. You know what I mean? I have, about- old, I have old Navy shirts that are easily 12 to 13 years old. That's wild. That, yeah. That, old uh, Navy? That's impressive. Old Navy, yeah. that's something. That's and like a $4 I mean- shirt depending on the sale. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's always going to be a $4 shirt with me. I'm awake. <laughs> I'm awake because I know I know their cycles. I know how they do. But yeah, yeah like I, I that I just would dry. I'd hang dry or, or look like because I I'm like, I don't know. I like how they did this shirt. And I know that every year that they redo a shirt, they change a little something with it. Right. Right. So you're like, oh, I like how the hem of this shirt is. And then next year you're like, oh, look, they've got V-neck shirts again. They done changed the hem or the yeah. fabric's a little weird or something. You know what I mean? Nothing Try is to consistent. Try to save another five cents or something. Right, yeah. yeah. So now the everything, all the 
the seams are, are crooked. And you know, it, it hangs funny. And I'm like, man, I wish you would make it like you did these other ones. So now I got to hang nose dry because these are now a legacy item. And I can't, <laughs> I can't trust them to go back to that. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I've, so I guess I, I've always done like the, my hourly calculation. Like I like, if it was like, you know, like 70 cent a pound back when I used to do this drop off. I don't know what it is now, mm-hmm. like 60, 70 cent. Like it would be like $25 to do my laundry or something. Right. And it would take me two hours to do my laundry. I know I make more than 1250 an hour, you right. know? So like, mm-hmm. that was my logic. I was like, I'd rather just go work two more hours and I don't got to go do laundry, you know? No, I take those two hours to um, either eat during the wash one and clean during the dry one or just clean the house while I know that stuff is going in the, I used to look, here's what I used to do in Atlanta. Um, if I didn't have a car, I, I don't think outside of living with my parents, I lived any place where there was a washer dryer in where in my building, in my unit, in my whatever. Yeah. So I would have to go places to wash and I'd have to carry my laundry places. There were some work days where with or without a car, I would um, carry my laundry, usually without a car, on the bus, like on my head. Okay. Because I have to get to work, and then I there's a laundromat a block down, and I would just wash clothes while I was at work. I've only lost two pairs of jeans that way. Respect. And that, and that someone went in and stole my two pairs of jeans out of my out of the dryer. <laughs> and that's pretty good odds, considering. Oh, yeah. So, um yeah, but yeah, that's what I would do because I, you know, it was the only time I could do it. Like, okay. yeah, like I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't think I could let anyone else wash my clothes. <laughs> no one else is going to love my cheap Uniqlo clothes like I do. Listen, I, I respect it. I love you for it. I love that you have that care. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I want, <laughs> I want the whole opposite of that in all of life. I want to not know what anything. I don't want to know how anything is done in my life. I just want it done. <laughs> if I get to that place in life, shot, it's going to be beautiful. I'm going to be the happiest you've ever seen. And I'm a pretty happy person mm-hmm. in general, but I will be in genuine bliss if I don't know how anything works. <laughs> I don't want to know how any of it works. I don't want to know what meat looks like before it's cooked. I don't want to know how to turn on the vacuum. None of that. Like, I want to hear about it. Like, like when someone explains vacuum cleaners, I want to be excited because of the technology that's how rare it's been you know i want to be into the idea like as a study like like when uh, when someone talks about washing laundry i want it mm-hmm. to be because i'm watching a description of like a laundromat like employee on vice on a documentary that's gotcha. why i want to like learn about it you know i'll be like oh that's crazy you know props to them and then i buy them an extra nice christmas gift that year you know that's what i want life to be admittedly it's not there you know, and I appreciate the people that do it. I think it's beautiful that, you know, you could do you could do anything and make a living. And there's people that make the world function on all scales. I think that's dope. Mm-hmm. And they, they make their living off of people like me that don't know shit, you know, <laughs> as me. I don't know any of these tools. I don't know any of these tasks. I throw out trash. I'm good at that. I can show you how to tie a knot off of the top of a garbage bag that don't have strings. I'm good. I know certain blue collar tasks. Uh-huh. But laundry was but never one of them. Part, right. For the most part, you need to have soft hands. Amen. Amen. Okay. That's my future. That's- I know I know my place in life. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, as long as you know. That's you good. Know? 
and I'm appreciative of it. Like, that's the one thing I will say that's different. Like, I'm not above it because, like, I saw people and I know people that did it. Like, my dad owned the laundromat. He did laundry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He knows what it's like to do laundry. His hands is trash. You know what I mean? I shake that dude's hands. My shit gets cut up. You know? (laughs) His hands is sandpaper so that I could have baby hands. Okay? There is something uh, to that because I did used to clean houses and I do, like, clean things and and, um, use my hands because sometimes it's easier than whatever tool I'm supposed to use. Yeah. And my hands are terrible. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) It ruins them. <laughs> they're oh they're I mean I lotion them all the time and it just goes in and my hands are like is that all you got and I'm like oh geez no. <laughs> okay I worked my at bad. UPS for years I loaded up boxes for Frito Lay nothing did track like anything to my hands like detergent did to my dad's okay <laughs> I don't yeah. know what that shit is but it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shouts to y'all out there cleaning your clothes. You know, I know that's yeah. a low bar to give a shout out to, but I'm impressed. <laughs> God damn it. But clearly it's needed since the yeah. people in the UK guys are not washing it. And I'm glad we <laughs> didn't even ask the US because I'm sure those numbers are even scarier. So. Amen. We out here, yeah. baby. <laughs> You'll be able to spot them by the rashes. That's how you know they're out here. Another <laughs> news: uh, man with nine wives has sex schedule to fulfill my sexuality at any cost. That's right. What? Having uh, multiple hanky panky partners is apparently a lot of work, says a Brazilian model and polygamist who notoriously married nine women. Uh, now claims he has to create. He says had to create a sex schedule. To be sure, each wife's needs are met. They all want to fulfill my sexuality at any cost, says author O. Orso, uh, as he told uh, Jan Press of his uh, salacious place spinning. The model and swinger (laughs) who was married to fellow uh, swinger uh, Luana Kazaki uh, made waves in uh, marital circles last year after tying the knot with eight additional women in uh, Sao Paulo because he wanted to protest against monogamy. Alas, the nuptials weren't legally binding as polygamy is outlawed in Brazil. Uh, the arrangement might have sounded like a dream come true. However, Urso said he struggled to satisfy all his partners equally. So he had to establish a romp rota. Uh, initially, I tried to have sex by appointment, said Urso of the juggling ad. Needless to say, the hubby found out that it was difficult trying to uh, manage it all. Uh, uh, so he had to uh, come up with a timetable. Um, but even that caused problems. I do not feel for this man at all. Yeah, this is the shittiest plight ever. This is ridiculous. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Don't you know the world is falling apart and we're supposed to care about you and your nine wives? Which doesn't even sound right. I, I keep thinking you're saying nine lives like a cat. And I'm like, what? I'm I'm so confused. I love that uh, nine lives sounded more realistic to you. <laughs> yeah, it does. It absolutely does. Oh, okay, little, we're talking about a cat. Okay, cool. Yeah, and this little dork has these women, and he's trying to sexually. Man, they ain't thinking about you, bruh. They're not thinking about you. You ain't doing it. Trust me, you're not doing it. They are going elsewhere. Every single one of these women. They, they for sure are going elsewhere or the self-esteem is so low. Like, I just, I want every, I want better for everyone involved, except maybe the dude. Yeah. But 
I just want better for everyone involved. You don't have to this. You don't have to listen to this chode. Give me a break. <laughs> just be, go out there and do something else if that's what you want. I mean, like if you are a swinger, that's fine. But boo, basically boo. Yeah, I don't know. This this felt like like I've seen like people that like follow polygamy. Um, mm-hmm. It does not look this sexy. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. They're all, I mean, as clo- closer to conventionally conventionally attractive than not, right? Yeah. Uh, these pictures of these thin, like, I, I don't understand. Boo. I, I don't understand. How do you even <laughs> trick these people into doing it? This feels like a PR stunt. I don't care that you have to schedule. There are people with one partner who have to schedule sex with their partner. You know Amen. what I mean? So I, I, what's your job? What's your job? <laughs> How do you have time? How do you have time to service everybody? What, yeah. what, do you, what do you do for money? Yeah. What's your diet like? You know? What's your diet? When do you eat? Are you hydrated? Yeah. Oh, I don't believe you in this. Get out of here. Yeah, nah, none of this is real. <laughs> No. Mm-mm. Yeah, not nah. New York Post. We we, we got to talk. Uh, uh, y'all y'all are really stretching the idea of article. And yeah, they really are. They really th- are. This is pushing it. Yeah, I'm pro like live your life. I really am. I do think there's like a point of diminishing returns. Like mm. I don't know what I don't know how polygamy works. I really don't. If you're if you're a listener out there and you're a polygamist, uh, let me know. Like what is <laughs> you know. Like for real. Yeah, like, all of y'all let us know. All for real, y'all. the whole squad. I want, I want everybody to yeah, let let us know how it works, how it's working for you. Like this is the one thing I've like figured out. Like, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm as an observer of uh polygamous. It's not so much that like you can't have multiple partners, is that there's still a number, like where it's too far. You know what I mean? Mm. Like there's a reason that couples work. It's not because uh, it's the right number. It's because it's the easiest number. I only got to pay attention to one other person. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't because I'm sure other people were like, yo, we should get three involved. Like, and it sound cool in theory. So you got to make two other people happy all the right. time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a reason. So, like, I don't know how polygamy works, but I promise you the rate of it not working goes higher the more the number of people are in. That would be that's, my guess. That's why nine seems silly to me because yeah. that's more than days of the week. Yeah. Why would you have to, your schedule's going to be nuts. Yeah. What's wrong with seven? Seriously. Stop at seven. <laughs> I don't even know, like, have you seen a house in any state where, is there a state anywhere where there's like a standard nine bedroom house? I mean, you have to, you got to have a compound or some of these wives are sharing bedroom. Like what's going yeah. on? Are you all in, as far as I'm concerned, if they are, if they got their own apartment and you're the one without, and you're just bouncing from apartment to apartment, I don't know if y'all are really married anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you don't have a, you know, like who's, who's the main one? Where does, where does your mail go? <laughs> who's your emergency contact yeah like <laughs> who's this because I, I bet i mean each other probably right i bet you anything there's at least two of your wives it's like don't put my name down for nothing <laughs> uh 
I'm not accepting your packages. I'm not your emergency contact. I ain't doing none of that shit. <laughs> this one white pissed off. I keep having a sign for your shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm you not know? doing this anymore. <laughs> How much you order from Amazon? Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yo, I, yeah, I, kudos to the wives for keeping the peace in that. But uh, I, I feel like in about five years, at least six of y'all are gonna like leave this and like every now and then reach out to the other ones. Like, yeah, that was crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know what I'm, he was thinking. I'm looking forward to the book that will chronicle uh, that at least three of you will write together. I'm looking For, forward to that. I will say one thing that I, I do find that is an advantage to this for this young man. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a loophole uh, with the uh, bed sheet laundry thing. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't own any sheets. Yeah, he can yeah, smash. He, he can leave. He if he doesn't have uh, an address, he also does not own any sheets. It, it, he <laughs> would not know when to wash sheets. He only knows when to get up and go away the following morning. Oh man, oh, never change, homie. Never change. Actually, no, you should change significantly. <laughs> You're a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, no. growth has never been needed more. Uh, <laughs> in other news, uh, Drake roasts a troll by following his wife and DMing her. That's right. Drake brought the smoke to social media troll uh, that was following uh, uh, by following the guy's wife on Instagram. Uh, the whole ordeal began uh, last week on Tuesday when Drizzy commented on an Instagram post from an NBA shooting coach named Lethal Shooter who was showing support for enthusiastic fathers of the NBA, uh, 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 players like uh, LeVar Ball and T. Uh, Morant. Uh, Drake then backed up the coach's sentiments in the comments um, by explaining that, in his opinion, it only makes sense that a father would be beyond thrilled that his son made it to an elite level of professional basketball. He also said if he were in that position, he would likely be just as competitive. Um, this... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the at this point an Instagram user uh uh who goes by uh Sedibo Y B Gan um I don't know how to I think I said that right. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Replied to the rapper uh by saying your son probably played with ghostwriters. Uh then Drake. That's when Drake uh uh decided uh <laughs> to attack it and he said, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable. And needs some excitement in her life. My man Drake. <sighs> my man is all about it here. And then he DM'd the uh, the young lady. Uh, the DM said, I'm here for you, ma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is absolutely beautiful. Um, I am. Uh, listen, I, uh, I am. I'm not necessarily a Drake fan of his music. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Uh, I'm not anti Drake per se. I just uh, it's not my first thing that I reach to. But mm-hmm. man, am I a fan of this level of petty? Uh, this was executed like absolutely perfectly. I aspire to be uh this successful to be able to do this on occasion. I want to be good as a person 99 of the time, so that I could be this petty one percent of the time, mm-hmm. and it be like okay like in the grand scheme of things like i want god to be like i'm gonna let this slide but that was fucked up you know okay huh i um 
I, I'm not a Drake person. Uh, like, I don't know. He just, he, he's never really done it for me. Uh, okay. if I, if I enjoy his music, it's usually, um, like maybe he has a feature on someone's song, you know, mm. maybe he's got like a verse somewhere or something or a song is so ubiquitous that you just hear it and you're like, yeah, that's Drake. But I, I've never searched him out. Right. Um, so that he even, I am, I am not surprised that he, <laughs> he took it, uh, that this was the comment that he took to heart <laughs> and got mad at because, um, I mean, he did say if I was ever in this position, I'd probably be just as yeah competitive yeah. talking about, you know, if he, if he were to ever uh have a son that was competitive in something and i mean it is nice for someone to remind him that like oh yeah you do have a son and we know about him thanks to push a t so <laughs> so like i mean these are feelings you could have had and we would have never known because you weren't about to tell us about your son at all so <laughs> so there's that now he's on his um, lap at nba games yeah yes <laughs> So I guess I see why this hit him like that. Yeah. But it just, it's such a, a weird move. Just like a, like she ain't asked for none of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's just trying to live her good life. She has her own Instagram account where she was have had her own thing going on. And um, now here's Drake in her in her mentions talking about, I'm here for you, Ma. And she's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and now her husband also, what this story doesn't talk about is how after this, her husband talked about, he blew this up. Like it within like days, he had them like hosting a night at a club and he made all these posts and he was going to, he's going to sell these t-shirts and he was like, he was just being a lame about it mm -hmm. instead of just being like, Ah, uh, ha, ha, he got, he got into my girl's DMs, which honestly, Drake also kind of lucked out that this guy didn't roll up on him. Fair. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I guess corny rep uh, recognizes corny. Game yeah. Recognize game. So I guess you can figure out which dude is not going to be mad that you rolled up on their girl. I, I, I kind of think that's what happened. Like, I feel like Drake saw like the the dude for what he was it was another mm -hmm. like petty guy mm -hmm. and he was like oh you also you like one to me and it wasn't so much like i think people misview this it wasn't like it's not hate like it wasn't like he angry so much as like oh i don't get to play this game often you know where like someone could be petty back and forth with me like it was he was excited he got to play petty with a fellow petty dude so it was like a tip of the cap to like a fellow petty dude. That's that's what you think from Drake's end. It was a tip of the cap. Yeah, because like he could have done something grimy. I feel like the I'm here for you, Ma, is clearly like a silly joke. Like I think they like if the, if he saw them in person after the fact, he'd be like, oh, you know, I'm fucking around. Right. But like also I could definitely do that. But like I'm fucking around like he could have said yeah that. i think i guess maybe it just doesn't sit right with me that he had to drag his girl into it i i think okay. that dragging his wife into it i mean find a better way to be petty i agree with that but that's because he's a bad comedian 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's peak I petty. I guess on both ends, yeah, they are they are bad comedians, both he and the dude. Yeah, <laughs> like comedian. I appreciate the petty level. The comedian part, you can't execute that. Like I can't hold him to that standard. That's not what he does well. The petty, excellent petty. You know, petty yeah. match. I, I I approve of it. I actually mm-hmm. approve of the petty response by the by the by the guy. Clearly, someone that hasn't been in this dynamic before, trying to maximize petty exposure. Do what you do. As a comedian, I, not impressed, but he's not a comic. Like if Ti was doing this, I'd roast him. He's trying to be a comic. Can't can't hold Drake <laughs> to that. But Ti would not see. I don't think Ti. Um could even take this as well as Drake did. Right. He's not a petty dude. He's different. He's angry. He would actually yeah, like angry. say wild shit. He would actually shit. roll up and yeah. take the girl. Exactly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have tiny line by right now. Uh-huh. Uh, allegedly. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, Drake's not going to do that. Drake's too goofy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Drake's goofy. I don't know. I mean, I guess it was fun, but I also am just like, man, Drake, why don't you just leave everyone alone? Why don't you just leave everyone alone? Leave us alone. You know, you said this on Instagram. People are going to say wild, stupid shit. This wasn't even the wild or stupid. Right. Just like, ah, you use ghostwriters, your son will too. Ha 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 ha. It didn't make sense. It wasn't even worth it. Like that wasn't (laughs) even a joke worth responding to. Which is probably why that dude was surprised anyone did, because he's probably written corny shit under celebrity comments and posts for years now. Yeah. And has never gotten so much as a bite. And now his wife was followed by Drake. So he's like, well, we got to get T-shirts made. And I'm sure his wife was like, nigga, if you don't just sit down. <laughs> like, like, look what Drake was- did right here. Like, one, okay? He brought a tent. He, 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 he uh, gave positive reinforcement to these two dads in the NBA, first of all. Right. You know, B, mm-hmm. uh, he, he helped show this young lady the pettiness level of her man, you know? Now she can make better decisions about their future. Oh, you she know? knew. <laughs> yeah? You think so? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now everybody knows. Like, right now, I promise you, she got homegirls like, yo, you you with that t-shirt making dude? <laughs> <laughs> there are some difficult conversations happening in group chats. I yeah. Agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a moment of like, yo, listen, we kind of talked to you about him before, but this crossed the line. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what else is he going to throw in, in, in on a t-shirt about your life? You know? Yeah, that's true. I believe that's definitely happening. And Drake brought that to life for them. Like, this is a fight that they would have had in, like, six, seven years. Drake is making it happen today, you know? (laughs) This is one-on-one counseling, you know? People pay big money for that. I guess so. I'm I'm appreciative of Drake for this. You know, helping uh, couples move forward in their (laughs) relationships. Shouts to Drake. Keep doing what you do, bro. Petty King, oh, okay? that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Petty King. Scorpio Gang. Yeah, oh, I right. baby. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I support all our nonsense, okay? That's I don't care how right. wrong it is. We out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We make great average music, okay? 
<laughs> in other news, uh, NASA uh, to launch naked pictures of humans to space in hope of attracting aliens. That's right. NASA scientists plan to launch pictures of naked humans into space in hope the, uh, to of luring aliens to us. The depictions will also include an invitation to respond should an intelligent alien race find the space newts. Uh, fortunately, the hypothetical alien shouldn't be too shocked by the unsolicited news. The pictures aren't graphic photographs of naked humans, but a drawing of a naked man and woman next to a depiction of DNA. Uh, the man and woman are waving in an attempt to make uh, to look uh, more inviting. Uh, NASA scientists revealed the image in a study that's part of a project called uh, Beacon in the Galaxy. Uh, the main aim of the uh, Beacon in the Galaxy project is to send a message to any aliens, uh, civilizations that uh, could be out there. Okay. Um, I wish we'd stop. <laughs> <laughs> how is this? How is a pixelated drawing of uh, naked humans going to invite anything? Do we really want this? Do we? I, NASA, <laughs> let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> Is this what you really want? Yeah. I want you to think this through, okay? I mean, look, I I get that you you're trying to make a connection out here, and and, and it 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 seems dire, and and you're you ain't doing nothing but getting older. So you know you gotta <laughs> pull some extra tricks out your hat or whatever. And, right. and what's been working, you know, conversation or radio waves or, you know, satellites, light things, none of that's working. You're throwing up all the things and nothing's working. And so now you've got to go, you got to work blue. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're going <laughs> with naked pictures, but like, I don't know if anyone really wants that and no one requested it. Yeah. So, I think I understand your zeal for making a connection, but I don't think this is the way to do it. I, I really don't think unsolicited anything. Like I, I, I don't think anyone asked for any of the other shit that we were throwing up out there either, but definitely this, this feels a bridge too far. Yeah. I, I feel like somebody at NASA, like uh, just ordered like one of those paint by the numbers things from Amazon. And they just want to show off they work. And they're like, yo, how can I get this out there? Well, I'm I'm worried about what will have if if NASA has thought about who or what will respond. Mm. And what kind of mood they're gonna be in. Mm. Because now now what 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 what's Earth? Like the cocktease of the Milky Way? (laughs) (laughs) We've sent out Amsterdam, Sha. Oh no, not even. No one's come back here yet for fun. So we're not even Amsterdam. Amsterdam is established fun. Okay. We're not even that. We're like a small town that's just trying to get money, like to pay for. And that, this is the only thing that their chamber of commerce can think of. Just like, well, I mean, have we tried naked pictures? Like this isn't, this is not going to get folks to our small town. And if they are, they're going to be looking for one thing only. Where are those naked pixelated things where's your pixelated dna and then we're going to try to sit them down and just be like no we just want to talk that's bullshit we're being a cock tease and you're not going to pull a high a high quality alien 
you're not you're not going to pull a high quality alien. That's right. By putting your stuff out there like that. Okay. <laughs> Word to work to Kevin Samuels. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You're not yeah. Gonna, yeah, you're not gonna get a, a high quality alien. That's it. All these aliens read Steve Harvey. Okay, that's right. They follow Kevin Samuels. All his YouTube videos. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we gotta. You gotta be smart out here. You know, I mean, you know? red pill culture. Okay. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. We're. I guess it's like, are we thinking like a? Thinking like a man, acting like an alien. I'm not sure. <laughs> There's something that we're doing, but it's not. I don't think it's right. I, it's very. <laughs> it's a little. Yeah, it does not sit right with me. Oh, man. All right. Get, get it right. Okay. Finish the yeah. book. I'll send you a copy, Earth. Okay, NASA. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can read up. Forget your act together. You know, what What this made me realize is that as much, like, we take it for granted that things get better. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just assume, like, just the new iPhone coming. Yo, something, there's a thousand people at Apple busting their ass right. to make the iPhone a little bit better every year. And we just assume it's going to be better every year. Nah, right. there's really intelligent people focused on that shit mm-hmm. for whatever reason nasa ain't pop and popping no more like it just stopped being as cool as it was in the 60s we got on right. on the moon and the talent level just stopped showing up like people was like ah, that's cool <laughs> and this is the best we got now like it, it, it's regressed yeah i feel like we are not like I, <laughs> I really I was talking to NASA as if it was a middle aged person sending out nudes <laughs> unsolicited, um, but I think it's because as a middle aged, you know, government <laughs> agency, it is not, it has not changed with the times. Yeah, and so I, I think maybe there are other things that um, that maybe are of more importance to people to get. People interested because I, I feel like we should concentrate on getting people interested, right? Uh, instead of uh, we we chasing all these high class these high class aliens <laughs> and they ain't even looking at us. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's people right here who are curious. Like I yeah. feel like we should really be paying more attention to that instead of trying to catch these fast ass aliens who aren't interested. <laughs> So yeah, I, I I I just I don't know. I just don't think NASA's really thought this through, and I think they're moving. They're trying to throw what seems like young ideas at it, and these young ideas just make it look older. For real, all of this the felt idea. bad to me. Yeah, like, I felt like the idea spending, was old. Yeah, this made me think this. that NASA used old computers. Like, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, <laughs> like y'all do this shit on a packet bell. Like, let me know. I'll send you a couple dollars, NASA. Like, I want y'all to go places. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is rough. I don't, I'm disappointed, NASA. Like, y'all need people. This is the first time I thought, like, oh, I could have been an astronaut. Like, for real. <laughs> like, I really believed it. Like, and I don't even, like, not even on some, like, I could have I could have done it if I worked hard. I think I could do it now. Like, <laughs> I, I, I could definitely draw better. <laughs> like, I promise you my titties would have looked like real titties on these drawings. Okay? Right. Sure. Way I believe better. you. 
I believe you. I'd crush Sadly, these drugs. Even yeah. if we did it on a computer. Like, I could crush this on MS Paint. This is trash. I don't want aliens yeah. thinking this is the best we could do. Right, exactly. I don't I, I don't know why they think that sending these almost childlike figures is going to get aliens. I don't know. Have we even, do we know what the aliens want? Do they want to see us naked? And if so, is this what, is this the part, the body parts they want to see? Yeah. Like, what if they just want a close-up of our ear? You know what I mean? Let's give them something <laughs> they don't have. Like, Yeah, yo, come on. At the, at the very least, I'm going to put this one thing out there to NASA, right? Look, if you're going to mm-hmm. send drawings to attract aliens, mm-hmm. I don't think the person that draws the picture should also work in NASA. You know, no. I think that's something you source out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just put it out there, baby. an actual artist. Yeah. Now, they, they said they drew it in this way, in this fashion, this weird, like, old school pixelated way. Um, dashes and dots, a binary way, I guess. Uh because they want it, they think that that's going to be easier for alien uh, aliens to read. But like doesn't that closer. assume the alien life form is dumber than us? I think they're smarter. If they're they dumber, smarter. I, don't, I don't want them coming here if they know less than us. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're good on that. Yeah, we, we got that here. Like, we good. No, I, I, I feel like we should all agree that aliens are definitely smarter. Mm-hmm. No one sent, I mean, they haven't sent us any naked pictures. <laughs> Unless They're laughing at us right now. Like, look yeah, these unless, that's, unless that's what a crop circle is. I don't believe they sent us any naked pictures. <laughs> oh, man. NASA, step your game up. Start a GoFundMe. Nah, I mean, <laughs> buy a new computer. Draw better titties. There's a lot of advice yeah. y'all need over there. Start in OnlyFans. I don't Seriously. know. Seriously. <laughs> put, put, put those behind a paywall. Yo, low-key, somebody should start an OnlyFans for those pixelated characters. <laughs> Probably has. <laughs> 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 nothing but pictures of these blue characters getting it on. Oh man, oh you got my five dollars a month, whichever person does that. <laughs> In other news, uh, anonymous donor pays around three hundred thousand dollars uh to cover more than one hundred graduates at Texas's Wiley College. Uh, hmm. graduates from the historically black college in Texas were treated to quite a surprise this week as uh, over 100 students at Wiley College's class of 2022 were told an anonymous donor had paid off their combined remaining balances of about $300,000. You are debt free. You do not owe the college a penny. If you have a balance, you had a balance. Wiley's president and CEO Herman Felton Jr. announced in a video that has since gone viral. Uh, uh, Felton Jr. detailed the news in a press release this weekend. Our commitment to our students goes beyond their time while they are enrolled. We are constantly communicating with donors to assist students in these ways so that they can begin their after-college experience with less debt. We are grateful for this anonymous donor who will assist the students in paying off their balances to Wiley College and help us achieve institutional goals of graduating our students with little to no debt. Uh, The school added that the anonymous donor set uh, graduates on a continued path to success and allows Wiley College to strengthen its commitment to providing an affordable, exceptional education. Uh, it's freaking dope. Now, many people will recognize Wiley it? College from the Denzel Washington uh, starring movie, The Great Debaters, uh, which was uh, based on the school's 1935 debate team. Yeah, I saw that on a date. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I was just dating this guy and he um 
we when we decide to go to a movie, it was it was casual or whatever. But when we decide to go to a movie, he was like, "I don't want to see any movie. I I only want to see movies with black people." Okay. And I'm like, "Okay, that's great, but um, I mean, that means we're not going to be going to the movies a lot." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. So, you know, at that point, he was just like, let's go see this. And I'm like, all right, sure. And it was fine, but it's also just like, boo. I don't know. Uh, it was a good movie. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I believe Denzel directed it. Mm. Um, and it was, a, it was a perfectly fine movie. But it also is just like, afterwards, you know, we want to talk about the the heaviness and the weight of you know, being the first black to do. And I'm like, yo, bro, I just want some like crazy bread. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to go <laughs> on a fun date. Like I, you know, the first movie we went to was, um, you got served. I didn't realize it was a date. I thought we were just two people hanging out. So I was like, well, let's go see you got served. And I dare say that may have set the precedent where he's like, Oh, okay. Black people movies. And I'm like, not, nah, you got served though. But <laughs> I stopped him at White Girls. I was like, I'm not going to see White Girls. So he went to see Anchorman instead. And Anchorman's a very funny movie. I did enjoy it. But okay. boy, <laughs> I would have been very angry. Anyway, my point is, who do you think gave the money to the school? <laughs> that was a hell of a tangent to get to. Who do you think gave the money to the school? You think it was Dense? Probably. Yeah, that'd be dope. I yeah, I, I don't think was. he needs credit. I think he's got enough credit in life. Yeah, I, he's, I, a, he's a humble dude. He doesn't like that need that. Just feels like something he would do is just be like, yeah, no, I did that. Yeah, I think he's but like a humble dude nobody. in that with stuff like that. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I think uh, he he's more than capable of doing something. And like, and the money wouldn't be a lot to him either. Right. Yeah, I think he's got enough that he would be like, yeah, I can handle this. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, even if it wasn't true, props, Denzel. You know what I mean? For putting the idea out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I oh, think that's awesome. Goodness. Yeah, this would be a great way to, like, celebrate graduation. Um, mm -hmm. I also, like, I I'm always, like, with stuff like this, I think of, like, that one student that, like, was slacking and, like, he's not laughing at his homeboy. Like, mm -hmm. yo, like, I left all 30 Gs on the line. You paid most of your shit off. You know what I mean? Denzel paid off 300 of your dollars and 30 racks on me, my G. <laughs> Pay nothing, I ain't pay nothing. Goddamn thing. Oh yeah, that is harsh. That is harsh. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but that's um, dope. I, I think this is awesome. It's a it's a uh, incredible gift that I hope uh, they appreciate and take advantage of. You know, get get started out there, uh, take some jobs, uh, start some businesses. Um, ironically, all of these things kind of get you into debt again, but <laughs> right. But this time it's your debt. Yeah, exactly. And, and, it's on know, it's on your you. dream and on you taking yeah, a risk. Right. So exactly. I think that's beautiful. Sincerely, I I think that's awesome. I hope more people are in a position to do it. I hope I'm in a position one day to like pay off debts. Admittedly, I will never do any of this shit anonymously. I want all my right. kudos. I want yeah, every no, flower would. sent to me. But you I will would do name this. the gift after you. Yeah, like for everybody sure. Everybody got the Gastor Almonte gift. One hundred percent. Now I would yeah. be, I would be fake humble. I would name it after my kid, and like Go. still say it's about me. <laughs> yeah, but you would call it uh, the Gastor's kids <laughs> <laughs> gift. Hell yeah. You know you what I mean? Even give their names. You would just be like <laughs> the offspring of Gastor Almonte's gift. As it should be. Damn it. Okay. <laughs>
Because <laughs> <laughs> I made them too, okay? You know? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but this is legit dope. Like, this made my day. I love seeing this. I hope more stuff like this continues to happen. Good luck to all of those students, too. Now, I mean, that's 100 yeah. kids out there, death free, kicking off the game. Make uh, change the world and all that. Um, change the world. <laughs> yeah, <Yo. laughs> I'm positive in my own way, Sha. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's a it's a quiet it's a quiet thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, the CDC tracked millions of phones to see if Americans were following COVID lockdown orders. That's right. Uh, the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, bought access to the uh, location data harvested from tens of millions of phones in the U.S. to perform analysis of compliance with curfews, track patterns of people visiting K through 12 schools, and specifically monitor the effectiveness in the Navajo Nation according to the CDC documents obtained by uh, Motherboard. The, the documents also show that although the CDC used COVID-19 as a reason to buy access to the data more quickly, it intended to use it for more general CDC purposes. Uh, the location data is information on a device's location source from the phone, which can then show where a person lives, works, and where they went. Uh, the sort of data the CDC bought was uh, aggregated, meaning it was designed to follow trends that emerge from movements of groups of people. But researchers have repeatedly raised concerns with how location data can be uh, de-anonymized and used to uh, track specific people. Yo, look, CDC, why y'all, what, what y'all need this shit for? Serious. Like, I see that, you know, you're saying it's so that you can make sure or you can not even make sure, but see where, what people were doing to see if your policies worked. But um, you changed policies through this pandemic. You changed pol- policies at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. At the at the at the swish of the wind, like you never stuck with anything because you were severely compromised, right? In a way, so like, don't give me that. I don't believe you anymore, CDC, and it hurts my heart because you know we're in we're from the same city, but it makes me sad. <laughs> it I, makes me sad. Two things: one, I agree with you, but two, I want to point out that. Your loyalty to the CDC because of its location sounds a mm-hmm. lot like my loyalty to Drake because of the Scorpio thing. So I want to put it out there equally frivolous oh, reasons. Yeah, no, absolutely. The reason that I stand on things is very stupid. All my reasons are stupid. There's nothing logical about any of my reasons to, to decide to make a stand. <laughs> They're all really dumb. <laughs> Yo, my issue with this was like, I don't even have a problem with them tracking the data for this reason. Mm -hmm. My issue is I feel like I would have agreed to this and not everybody, but like enough Americans would have agreed that they would have still gotten the information by being up and up. Hey, listen, Mm -hmm. I want to know if this is working because we're in extreme times and they would have sent the, I would have gotten a face uh, Apple pop up saying, Hey, do you want to opt into this? Mad people would have said no, but I think 20 million people would have said yes out of 300. You know what I'm saying? Like Probably, enough people would have yeah. just clicked yes that you would have gotten this data without having to be grimy. Like you you don't it, I hate when like people when they do stuff like this and then we find out later. Like this right. is this is important data that I'm okay with people saying, Hey, I want to keep my privacy, I'd rather not be in it. But also some people are gonna be like, Oh, this is for the greater good. I'll I'll do it. 
But well, because you didn't uh, tell us, that's when I start to feel like, oh, you're doing something weird now. Well, I think the reason they didn't tell us is because they bought the the data from elsewhere. Right. So it's like, you know, compiled data that they were just like, oh, we're only going to use it for this thing. So, like, we weren't even given a, a, a chance because mm-hmm. I'm not sure when, where that data is from and how it was com- compiled and all kinds of things. So that's like, yikes already. Um, but I mean, we already, that's the other thing is that's kind of on us because, you know, we accept all cookies, you know well, what no. I mean? And we don't even, you know, allow or don't allow. We're just like, I don't care, allow. And, uh, you know, like we don't, we, we do this. So we're already giving away all this information. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to find out about a lot of companies and businesses and entities that have, um, have our data in different ways. Right. And, um, and it's just going to be ugly. But I think what I, I dislike about this was just like, they said they were going to use it for this, but then it comes out that they're also going to, oh, we'll probably also use it for this other general non COVID thing. And I'm like, what do y'all need to know? Yeah. Y'all, y'all ain't keeping it together in the home office. Like, <laughs> you know, like, the, the break room at the CDC is a mess right now. <laughs> Clean that shit up. Y'all get back to being independent or try to get to being independent from the government so that you're, it's not so obvious what's happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, they lost the thread in a few ways during this that it's going to be hard for me to take them seriously because they fucked up so much and continue to do so. And that's kind of wild because they were one of those groups that I would just blindly go, yeah, I mean, what what benefits them to lie? Mm-hmm. You know, so now I guess there is a benefit. I don't know what it is. I mean, people have died and I, I'm not sure that was the benefit. Right. So I don't know what that's about, but I know I don't trust them anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with it. I don't know. I, I want to trust them again. They got yeah. work to do. But uh, yeah, we I, are like jilted lovers. We're just like, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever love again, CDC. You know what I mean? I need a new combination of three letters. Okay. <laughs> I need a fresh start, baby. Okay. Yeah. I'm done with you. So. <laughs> Finally, uh, Tom Brady to join Fox Sports on a lucrative deal as the lead NFL analyst when his playing career ends. Uh, Tom Brady uh, will join Fox Sports as his lead NFL analyst once his playing career is over. Fox did not disclose the terms of Brady's deal, but uh, New York Post uh, reported that the seven-time Super Bowl winning champ has agreed to a 10-year, $375 million contract, the most lucrative in sports broadcasting history. Uh, we are delighted to uh, that uh, Tom has committed to joining the Fox team and wish him all the best during his up-and-coming season, said Fox CEO uh, LaCal Murdoch. Uh, Brady tweeted that he is excited to eventually join Fox, but noted that he still has unfinished business as a player. All right, so here's what I'm asking for all football players. Yeah. If you could keep Tom Brady from winning this ring, just keep doing it until his body just falls apart. <laughs> and then he'll never be able to take this job and get that money. Ah. Uh. I think that's the only way to stop him. Because I don't think he's going to quit until he wins again. Yeah. And 
So if we can, uh, you know, um, unfix the games <laughs> and uh, <laughs> keep them ball from deflating and keep him from winning, uh, you know, I'm just saying, maybe then we don't have to see him. This is wild. He's never going to leave until he wins. And then he's going to win. And he's like, well, I probably have it in me to win one more. And he just, I I don't know if he'll ever properly do this job. It, I'm, a lot of this is wild to me. Like, he, uh, he got a job that he's never done. He's getting right. paid the most to do the job that he's never done. And... Yep. He's being told you could start when you want. Yeah. Like none of that sounds real. That that is No. Mm-mm. Yo. That's on paper? Is that in the contract? Yeah. Let me see that paper. I, I want to read the con like I think this contract is fascinating. Like I am blown <laughs> away that like this got negotiated. Like what was like what like when I hear this, all I keep thinking about is what did he ask for that they settled on this? Right. Like, what did he start with? Like, nah, I want half a, half a Billy, and <laughs> I'm going to do two years where I do two games most. I'm going to broadcast from my house and my PJs. Right. You know what I mean? I'm going to do the whole broadcast over my iPhone on FaceTime. I don't even want your pro mics. <laughs> like, how outlandish was, like, his request? They were like, all right, hold on, B. We got to talk a little bit. <laughs> that this is what they settled on. How do you settle yeah. on this? This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like people go to college to study this. to study this, work yeah. their way up. They they do shitty like high school games and random like off uh, only football uh, high school towns all over right. the south, yeah. hoping to work their way up to get noticed to go to a major city's uh, uh, team broadcast. This dude mm-hmm. never done it. Yeah, you get all them racks. <laughs> Whatever you want, my G here. Oh, you want to start later? No problem, B. Yeah, can he speak? I'm assuming like, so. Does, like, how does he speak though? Like, is he is he at, at all eloquent, or can you tell that he's been possibly hit a few times? No, nah, he's I mean, still, he, he's still solid, but like, okay. I uh, I get I guess because he's done football, they're assuming that like uh. The knowledge that he has of football, he can say that charmingly, because that's been the the cool part of uh, Romo, uh, uh, the Tony Romo, who uh, mm-hmm. is doing a similar job at CBS and is another former quarterback. But that's because right. he's like genuinely like in love with football, whereas I right. think Tom Brady is genuinely in love with Tom Brady. Ooh, you know, shots fired. I think it's different. I think he wants yeah. to be the dude, and he knows how to talk about himself eloquently for three hours i'm sure but like about okay you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't know if i want to hear his inner thoughts uh right and like i don't know if he's going to deliver that as well i'm excited maybe right. i'm wrong he is super competitive he's won but i don't i don't know like i feel like tony romo has loved football and, and it shows in his uh broadcasting i think mm-hmm. uh tom brady loves winning more than he okay. loves football and i think that's gonna come Clearly. off different when he's okay. no longer the one winning. Mm. Yeah, because that's the thing is I feel like he won't once if he does start to win with this return, I feel like he'll just keep going until he literally disintegrates because yeah. 
I mean, why come out of a retirement to try and win one more time? It's unnecessary. Exactly. You know what oh, I mean? Boy. Avocado ice cream is not going to hold that dude together at some point. No. Like, you're going to no, fall apart, not. my G. You yeah, know what I mean? you should just go on and let it happen and start the rebuild. Serious. For your yeah. safety. But no, he keeps going out there. He's trying. He might die one of these years. I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, I really do. <laughs> but uh, by the same oh, token, I don't want to see this dude broadcasting. I, I, I don't care for it, you know? Yeah, but, uh, I imagine it's just going to be him seeing something and going, well, you know, when I did this, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Or if that was me out there, I'd yada, yada, yada. And it's like, no one cares. Exactly. Like, real talk, okay. I love, love watching Michael Jordan play. And I would love to hear him analyze one game. But, like, if mm-hmm. he was the analyst for a season, that would be nuts. I wouldn't <laughs> want to watch those games. You're like, oh, I would have made that shot. Oh, I would have made that shot, too. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't need that for three hours, my G. <laughs> like, that's not analyzing. <laughs> that's what I think Tom Brady's going to do. Yep, I'd have made that pass. I'd have made that pass. See, the way he did that, I'd have done that better. You know <laughs> You're absolutely right. It's yeah, bananas. no one should have to. Yeah, no one should have to sit through that. Yeah, yo, come on, y'all. Like, I, I don't know, but uh, Fox, you know, if you got if you got bread like that, uh, holla at us. Be like, Shalay, we now we can learn football. Yeah, I'll pick up something. You know, I'll, I can I can talk about the halftime. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Better than anybody has ever talked about the halftime. Yeah, okay? absolutely. <laughs> if you would like. For Fox to hire me and Shalay would be the new sportscasting duo. Or maybe not football, for random other sports. We can learn the sports <laughs> together as a country. <laughs> Admittedly, football is a high bar, okay? I'm not crazy. You know? Okay, so what, like Australian rules football Here we or go. rugby? Or- We're going to do rugby, <laughs> cricket, badminton. <laughs> gonna- no, I ain't jumping into cricket. Yo, cricket is something serious. <laughs> we could do one of those weird games that like nobody knows all the rules to, like that uh that volleyball that they play with a volleyball, but it's still off of a ping pong table. Like that. We could do stuff like that. <laughs> wow, yeah, okay. Real niche, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could do like uh we could be the announcers for tag, you know, where they got like okay. those obstacle I'll courses. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, okay. Fox, hit us up. You know, if you would like for us to be hired by Fox for this very exclusive niche, admittedly only like twice a year broadcast job. <laughs> <laughs> Same pay though. Same, Same pay. pay. <laughs> Even if it's just per game, I'm okay, you know. Yeah. I'll take uh-huh. that hit, you know. All you got to do is like and subscribe to the show, baby. If you are an Apple or Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings sincerely. Uh, four stars means you don't think Shine I can master the nuances of table volleyball. You don't. You haven't seen us, okay? You don't know our study game. Did you see the notes that Shalay would take before every one of these episodes? Because they don't <laughs> exist. <laughs> They're in her head, but she's ready, okay? Yeah. I'm ready. I'm absolutely you know, ready. I'm ready, too, despite the fact that I pick all these articles half hour before every episode. <laughs> okay? Real work, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Five stars. You see the genius. You know what we're capable of. We're just slackers, but we haven't been motivated by $37, $375 million to do real work. Okay? Yeah, that'll do it. That'll that do it. I'll study for that. 100%. You know, if you got any articles you'd like us to cover, DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastromonte. Uh, shout out to the homie Will Cat for sending in a couple articles this week. Appreciate you, homie. With all that said, I am future broadcaster legend. 
Gastron Monte. Always with the also future broadcasting legend. Uh, similar to like John Madden, Shalewa only travels in a tour bus. Shalewa Sharp. <laughs> You know, <laughs> just me and the cat. <laughs> <laughs> <In the store. laughs> Over the tour bus travel and Shalewa Sharp. This has been a war report. Catch y'all next time. Peace.